talk with attorney Thomas DeVore about the case that he brought for uh, Illinois Department of Corrections employees, dozens of them from uh, facilities all across the state dealing with vaccine and testing mandates. And this was, of course, something that uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker mandated for uh, sections of the state's workforce back in the fall. And uh, IDOC employees were one of the last holdouts, uh, taking it to arbitration. And then ultimately, I think it was like on New Year's Eve, uh, an arbitrator decided that, yes, they can be mandated for uh, vaccine and testing. So now here we are in April where we've got a lawsuit that's been filed on behalf of, I think, like 48 different employees across 18 different facilities for the Illinois Department of Corrections. Tom DeVore, thanks for taking time with us. What's the argument here? What are you guys looking for? Well, the argument's pretty much uh, very similar, Greg, to the one we made to Judge Grishow as it relates to the teachers and the public schools is that, you know, this is it, the governor, not so much the governor even anymore, to be honest with you, you know, the, the Illinois Department of Corrections and the school district, they desperately are trying to couch this as a workplace issue, right? But if you read their briefs closely, it's got nothing to do with the workplace. They all want to talk about the the pandemic and how it's a world issue and a, and, and a national issue. And to that extent, you know, I agree with them. It is a world and a national issue, which means it's not a workplace issue. It's got nothing to do with the working environment. The COVID issue is much larger than that. So it cuts against their argument. But they're merely using these people, my clients and, and other public employees, using their employment with the government as a tool of coercion to try to force them to comply with a public health mandate merely because they can threaten their employment as administrative agencies. So it's not a workplace issue. That's an important thing for people to remember. It's got nothing to do with the workplace, the bigger public health issue. And the law says you can't force the public to vaccinate or test for a public health issue unless you give them their rights under the law. We're talking with attorney Thomas DeVore here on WMAY. And, uh, Tom, you recently secured temporary restraining orders on behalf of teachers out of Chicago public schools. Uh, you, of course, have uh, uh, other cases with uh, 700 parents across the state. Um, so these temporary restraining orders, I mean, this is just one step in these cases. You're uh, looking to get a temporary restraining order against IDOC on behalf of these employees. What happens next with it? If you were to get a temporary restraining order against IDOC, and you've got these other restraining orders. Uh, what what are the next steps in this case? Uh, does it go to trial? Does how do we how do we resolve this ultimately? That's a good question. And actually, the case with the with the parents that you're talking about now is almost it's grown to almost sixteen hundred parents because the joinder uh, was successful, and so that case almost again fifteen hundred and eighty eight families, I think, of something of that extent. But we're going to come back and we're actually going to get a final ruling, Greg, because there has to be resolution of these matters. It's unfortunate that the legislature uh, continues to hide from these issues. The governor's kind of still hiding from them right now for the most part because it's an election year and nobody wants to talk about it. But the public deserves a resolution as to what can expect, what does the law require, right? Our arguments that we're putting forth, again— some, you know, and the governor has his arguments or had them. Again, I'm always going to say past tense now because he's kind of in hiding. They have to be resolved. The people have to have some understanding. And so we're going to come back to the court. We're going to get final rulings on these cases, however the courts want to rule. And there's going to probably be rulings that are inconsistent. Judge Grishow may rule different than Judge Asher, who's another judge in Sangamon County. Some of these other cases, are they're trying to now, Greg, it's interesting. 
all along, they wanted all these cases in Springfield. Every, every public agency across the state wanted them in Springfield. Well, now all of a sudden, the cases we have in Springfield, they're trying to send them back to the counties which they came from. It's a big forum shopping game that's going on right now. And, and again, sadly, the legislature won't solve these problems. They could. So the courts are going to have to solve it. We're going to have some inconsistencies and have rulings on one side, ruling on the other. But I guess the Supreme Court's going to have to resolve this. But, again, with them, it's an election year, too. So they probably won't be too excited about hearing these cases either. It's unfortunate. Attorney Thomas DeVore on WMAY with us uh, talking about some of the latest action here on the IDOC case. uh, A hearing set for today, but that was moved to Monday, um, correct? It was actually it was set for next Friday, okay. Greg. It was it was going to be a week from today, and then the court moved it up to Monday. So yes, it's going to be this Monday. Sir. Gotcha. And that's in uh, Christian County, right? Correct, sir. It's, again, there's 46 or 48 individual uh, men and women. They work at 18 different facilities. One of those facilities is in Christian County, and so that's the forum that we are at. And uh, as you mentioned, you know, the Supreme Court might have to take this up, but of course has to go through the appellate court. And a recent appellate court decision on a couple of different cases, uh, and I don't know all the background on these cases, but it seems to deal with some kind of employer somewhere requiring uh, COVID-19 vaccines. And uh, one of the things they say here is that uh, the employers have not quarantined or isolated any employees, nor have the employers threatened to do so, um, and, and seeming to strike down uh, the, the plaintiffs in this case saying that their rights are being deprived by having COVID-19 vaccine or testing mandates in place. Uh, what's your response to that, that, uh, you know, the, the, the appellate court at least saying that uh, in some cases, uh, you know, the, the employers are not the ones issuing these quarantines? You know, I've read that brief or that opinion a little bit. I haven't read all the underlying briefs in that case, so I'm not familiar with the arguments on both sides. But when I saw the language about quarantine, I found that odd because we're not talking about quarantine or isolation under subsection C of the Health Act. We're talking about other specific provisions. And, and, and that that opinion, a couple of things that I had uh, some concerns with. One, there's a jurisdictional question of whether or not the uh, collective bargaining rights and, and the, the Labor Relations Act applies uh, first and foremost before the court. And the appellate court didn't even address that, which they should have, because that's a threshold issue that they had to determine. And they kind of glossed over that. So, you know, that was one of the things I noticed about that. And another one that I noticed, it appears the court, again, continues to refer to this as a workplace issue, right? A workplace issue, like almost like it's a private employer. And and that's something that I think, again, I haven't talked to the lawyer of that case directly about that ruling, but they have to make sure to point out to these courts that this is not a workplace issue. It's a bigger public health issue. And these employers are not private employers. They're public employers, which means they only have the authority the legislature's given them. Private employers have a lot more discretion. They can put a lot more workplace conditions in their uh, environments. But, but again, with public bodies, they don't have that broad discretion. They only have what the law gives them. And I think those are a couple of the points, again, from just over glossing over that ruling that I think will have to be addressed as those cases continue. Attorney Thomas DeVore, also a candidate for Illinois Attorney General. So we'll have to talk more about that in the future as we uh, rapidly progress towards the June 28th primary. Uh, greatly appreciate you taking this extended time with yes, us sir. today.